Welcome back everyone to episode 5 of the Fortnite show. Now I'm super sad but also very excited to announce that this will be the final episode of the season. So next year we will be back with a new set, new guests, new BP run or death run, new everything. It's going to be a fresh new year with a fresh new season. But yeah, this is going to be the final episode of this very first season. Now, when I came up with this idea, I wanted to set out to invite guests, amazing creators from different facets of Fortnite. Because Fortnite's a complicated world and there's loads of different things going on in Fortnite. So just to have a quick recap for those that haven't seen the previous episodes. We started off episode one with a professional caster and analyst by the way of Barla TW. Then we moved on in episode two with an actual content creator, YouTuber, streamer by the way of Mustard Plays. And then episode three, we had a professional Fortnite competitive player who competed at the World Cup, came 17th in Bella EU. And then the latest episode, episode four, we had a creative World Cup champion. He was one fourth of Fish Fam and a professional speedrunner. And yeah, he was called Hi, I'm Tyler H. So make sure to check out those prior episodes if you haven't already. And show love to this final episode by smashing that like button, subscribing, turning on your notes, checking out all the links in the description, Twitter, all of that, so you can find out when the new season will be approaching. But more importantly, we have our guest for episode five. Now, I always say, and many people assume this as well and do say so, rightly so, that Fortnite Creative is the future, shall be the future of Fortnite. And we don't have Fortnite Creative or this uh, aspiring future without the map builders. So we've got a very talented and amazing, a legendary map builder with us today that's been doing this from day one. So give it up, stand up and clap your hands for what, Andrew? Welcome, welcome to show, he's flying in. The alien word is flying in, welcome. Oh my god, I feel intimidated here as he's flying above me. Uh, welcome to the show, it's, a, it's an honour to hello, have hello. you. <laughs> All right. There we go, he's got his voice. Alright, just to kick things off, Wirt, um, how about we tell the people, tell me exactly a brief background about yourself. Very brief, so sort of where you're from, how old you are, general hobbies growing up. So, I'm from Greece. Um, mm -hmm. I build maps and I used to also build games before. Mm -hmm. uh, mobile games Ooh, and nice. uh, yeah I started my first game when I was 14 and uh, I really never pursued the career of a game developer which I always wanted to and at some point in my life I decided to just stop doing what I'm doing and then pursue games mm -hmm. and then seven years after or like I think it's seven years uh, Fortnite Creative came out so here I am <laughs> mm -hmm. building all day all night nice so essentially your dream came true okay that is amazing so yeah as you mentioned there i did see when researching as well that um you have been designing maps levels for for numerous years as you mentioned there since you were 14 um and in terms of physical game maps you've been doing it across multiple multiple titles such as far cry 3 and game globe so i wondered other than fortnite creative of course what was your your favorite title your favorite game to build maps on to build levels on well, that would be Project Spark by Team Dakota and uh, by uh, the publisher was Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And it was a little um, like a game engine that they released back mm -hmm. in 2014, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, you could create your own game and uh, you can control everything from the logic, the characters. Basically, you can make your own game. Mm -hmm. So I was there for one year building 
and I created some uh, really cool stuff that I'm really proud of. Nice. I've never actually heard of that. Is that did I have a big player base, or what was the premise of the um, game? Other than the building part, was there a general game base as well, or like a default it was, mode? It was like Roblox, I guess. But oh, uh, okay. It, it only ran for uh, one or two years, I think. Like it didn't run too much. Uh -huh. uh, the servers were shut down after that, so it wasn't like very, very popular. Okay. It was very cool though. Like very, very strong, very powerful to create your own games and stuff. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing. So across all these other game titles that you, you've built maps on, um, is there any particular level or map that you've built that you would say is your absolute favorite? And just a side question to that, is there any maps from these prior games that you've taken inspiration from and used on your Fortnite creative maps? Um, yeah, uh, so my favorite project is called Memories and it's a campaign I kept rebuilding over the years. I haven't, I haven't started building it yet in Fortnite, but um, it's a personal project that came from uh, the first game I ever made, the one I told you when I was 14. Mm -hmm. That was my first game called Memories. So I tried rebuilding it over time uh -huh. to just give tribute to, the, to my first project, let's say. And it's horror, so... Nice. When I do horror in Fortnite, it will be decent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe that... I'll do that project, we'll see. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, so my next question was sort of what actually motivated you to get into building maps or wanting to be a game developer, as you mentioned, you made mobile games and such before before all of that. Um, and I guess when it came, came to the actual creative mode in various games, did you ever play the regular game modes of them first or do you just get straight into the building your own levels and such well i tend to play games a lot but i also love games that have editors like um say 100 percent is um me liking i don't know like my best game ever uh when the game has an editor it, it instantly goes to 120 percent for me so, <laughs> okay, so it's like it a different metric mm -hmm. so i i play games a lot like uh, i have played i don't know tons of games like i have a library here full of the old physical titles and stuff. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't know, like seven or eight consoles. Yeah, mm -hmm. I used to play games a lot, but I also uh, found a lot of uh, UGC editors. Mm -hmm. And um, over the years, I, I loved like uh, tweaking and fiddling with different stuff to see what I can do. Mm -hmm. So I've been in a lot of editors as a result of me playing too many games as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, is, that, is that all self-taught, that side of things? I guess when you were sort of developing the mobile gaming side of things that was self-taught or do you go on some sort yeah, of yeah yeah um i never i never studied any of it i just uh, i just had a i really like to make mazes let's say like before i even learned the alphabet i was drawing mazes <laughs> as a child so i'm like i think i was meant to do this <laughs> yeah i was lucky i found my call <laughs> yeah it was actually destiny for you then uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing um so go throwing it back to to fortnite when was the when was it that you first discovered fortnite as as a whole as a game um and did you actually play the battle royale side of things were you in love with the battle royale side of things before creative came out or was creative the thing that brought you to i'm an og fortnite? i'm an og i played civil war <laughs> okay so literally when fortnite fortnite came out save the world yeah, yeah exactly so i was a founder and i played save the world a lot Mm -hmm. uh, back in when he came out like mm -hmm. actually when he was announced like when it was public i think i just joined and then uh i, I didn't play br like at all 
okay. then when season seven announced creative that's when i logged in the first day and since then i don't think i have ever logged out wow okay so you <laughs> you, you literally didn't play br you just played save the world and then yeah, yeah, yeah. boom creative <laughs> wow i mean i guess you've had a couple games of br though right so you know how it works probably four (laughs) (laughs) that is amazing how did it how did it feel when creative came out then that's it you just instantly fell in love did it give you did it make you reminisce about the prior game titles that you've built maps on and things like that so so funny thing i always loved fortnite uh, art style like i even tried to make uh, my own game based on the art style of fortnite Mm because i loved um how similar it was to one of my favorite games of all time, which is Time Splitters. Oh man, yeah, we did, we talked this... about this on Twitter, by the way. I, I don't know if you remember oh, really? a while ago. Yeah, Time Splitters oh. Two is one of my all-time favorite games growing up. Yes. Yeah. Many months yeah. ago, we had a little Twitter conversation about this. But yeah, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so like uh, Time Splitters Two is my personal favorite game of all time, and then mm-hmm. it comes Time Splitters Three, and mm-hmm. Fortnite looks very similar to the ratio and the art style. Like mm-hmm. if if Time Splitters was built today, it would look like Fortnite. Like yeah. exactly. <laughs> so every time I log into Fortnite, I see Time Splitters. I don't see Fortnite, and then it it motivates me so much to start building. And mm-hmm. the the day they announced the creative stuff, I was like, this is it, this is it. I'm gonna make my dream come true because in Time Splitters I would build so many maps. I was like, it was my favorite thing. Yeah, like as a child, mm-hmm. just come back home after school and like thinking what I'm going to do today. And then I would create horror maps and like VR training maps, like, uh, like, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh-huh. It was, it was a crazy time and I loved it. And I, I am, I don't know if, if that's the word, but reminiscing of that, like past. So yeah, I, I yeah. it gives you that nostalgia. It <laughs> yeah. It gives you like, it gives your creative juices flowing. If you, if you focus on a sentiment that gives you all the imagination, motivation, all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's why I love Fortnite, and I'm I I think I'm gonna stick, no matter what happens, because I really love the art direction, uh, mm-hmm. how polished it looks, mm-hmm. and uh, how quickly it develops. Like just see where we um, what it was doing last year mm-hmm. uh, as a creative, and where we are now. Like you can do crazy stuff. Now. Yeah, thinking about Fortnite creative as a map making tool, how would you compare it to to other games that you've you've built on see it's a, it's a different beast it's not a it's not that it's not a beast but it's a different beast altogether it has its own strengths like mm-hmm. um if you want to talk how powerful it is it, it ain't very powerful yet because it's a little bit limited based mm-hmm. on other UTC editors and everything and like other game engines like mm-hmm. little UTC game engines i guess but um since it's very polished and it, like every single thing they add they, they make it look so cool, like so much, um, I don't know, it has its own sound effects, VFX, it works well, like you can feel like this is a device that you would do for X reason, like it feels good when you use it, like all these little things make it stand out, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know how to, how to say exactly, but in its own strengths, it's very powerful, but mm-hmm. it's not powerful overall, you know? Uh that makes any sense yeah no that makes sense i mean i guess that's more exciting though for you because it just shows that there's space for improvement and just yeah for it to improve and get better over time yeah definitely and And i can't wait to see where this goes because there's so much potential in uh, fortnite creative like Uh i I said that day one Uh 100 percent. welcome back ladies and gentlemen and of course we have andrew on the show 
and we're going to get into the next segment of questions. So I wanted to kick things off in this segment by bringing up Dungeon Prison series, which is one of your first and biggest, most amazing series that you have made. It had huge content creators like Lachlan and even Master Plays when he was on my show said that it was his favorite map map series ever that he played on Fortnite Creative. Um, and so, yeah, I wondered how much planning and time went into building a map like that. And was it planned from the very beginning to be a series? Do you sort of storyboard it out or did you just jump into creative and sort of come up with the story map and design as like as you're going along? Um, and then also just what, what was your reaction and feeling um, when you seen the public reaction, when all the content creators and the whole population of Fortnite creative in general were, were loving off this map? All right, so basically for Dungeon Prison 2, because that's how, that's how people... Actually, you know what? It was Dungeon Prison 1 who set the bar, because that's that's the one I believe most people play. It wasn't number two. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the first one was the one that... Like, uh, I was super excited to see people play it, because um, I added trolls in the map. Like, it was my first attempt to create an escape map. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to have uh, areas that are uh, like alternative and are trolls, basically. So the the whole point of making this map was to make it and then watch people play it and get trolled. Yeah. So <laughs> just want to see them suffer. Essentially, <laughs> I did <laughs> I did that to the entire Fortnite community, and I was so happy to see so many so many people getting trolled. You know. Mm -hmm. But then uh, I released number two, and number two I was a little bit more serious. It's like, okay, this time I'm gonna like uh, make it uh, a completely different piece. So the first one was a little bit more trolly, but linear. The second one was uh, I was aiming for something like Metroid, mm -hmm. so you get like an open world, and then you unlock uh, more abilities to progress further. Uh -huh. So at that time nobody has done it yet. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna make something you get something later on and you can use it somewhere else to progress mm -hmm. but it was so hard to debug because um it was like a completely new format for a map mm -hmm. so i had to like work in a different way and it kind of little burn uh, fried my brain a little bit just <laughs> to make sure everything worked but yeah it was a crazy experience and i remember that map i had like 30 different updates so i can uh, like you know, like now we have the metrics to see our map stats. Yeah, I yeah, cannot yeah. see the map stats on uh, Dungeon Prison 2 because it's split among like 20 different codes. Oh, no way. Uh, there were <laughs> so, so many, many bugs. Versions. Like uh, every single update would uh, break the map. And uh -huh. imagine having to debug a four hours uh, map, like a gameplay four uh -huh. hours, uh -huh. every single update. Like, yeah, uh, that's it, tough. It also took like super hard work to make it work and make sure that everybody enjoyed it. They mm -hmm. still send me bug reports of that map. Yeah, I was going to say, fix it. That's, that's something I appreciate about you. I see you on Twitter. For those that are not following him, make sure you follow him on Twitter because he does always put updates of all of the maps that he's made. And yeah, like you said there, when you do fix any bug reports, you write that on that little sheet that you've got, right? You've got a graphic which shows all your maps and the codes and which ones you're still working on and which ones are ready to play and been fixed of any bugs and things like that so that's really yeah, cool so that i have like the recommended list which is basically the ones i uh, recommend for people to play if they don't know all my maps mm -hmm. and there's also the feature list and the broken list which mm -hmm. is the worst one <laughs> broken yeah. list means don't play it it's broken <laughs> yeah all right that's really cool um so yeah a few weeks after you released dungeon prison 2 literally i think about two or three weeks after that map came out 
um, Epic invited you and three other incredible creators, G Shui, KK Slider, and the homie Hellraiser, to the HQ to form the first ever official creative team, which is Team Create, of course. Um, and yeah, I wondered what was that whole experience like being flown out there, working with the team directly, working with these other map builders from across the world. Cause yeah, how was that whole experience? Yeah, it was uh, one of the craziest experiences in, uh, in my life because uh, it was the same time when I was flying there that uh, the whole Dungeon Prison 2 explosion happened. Like everybody started playing it and it was like crazy. Mm-hmm. So they, it happened at the same time. So. I kind of shared the feeling because both huge things happened at the same time and I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? You didn't know which to like be excited about. Me and my about. family was like, yeah, excited is an understatement. Uh-huh. Like I can't even express what happened back then. It was, it was uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, yeah, we went to, um, we went to the headquarters at mm-hmm. Epic and then we uh, go to design this level. Um, I can't say too much because obviously NDAs and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a crazy experience to meet uh, the people behind Creative, mm-hmm. uh, to see all the hard work that goes into the mode. And uh, sometimes we take things for granted, but there's so much work that goes behind the scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was the same for us, like building that map, we had to make sure it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And we only had like a few days and we, we also wanted to build the second map while we were there. And we also built... Uh, uh, Natalie Narrows. Mm-hmm. It was the little city. I don't know if you remember that we published as Team Create. Yeah, like I think I remember little... that. I remember the teasers for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we built that map in uh, in the headquarters as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was it was crazy because uh, we were going at um, we were building so fast. Like I remember the first day we just plan out the thing, and then the next day we have it half done, and the third day it was done. Wow. And that's it. <laughs> Like we we built so fast, we were very organized, and I, I was super glad that it went well, and uh-huh. um, they were happy with our results as well. Yeah, were they? Was there someone from the actual Fortnite creative team that was sort of leading you guys and telling you, with giving you like dedicating jobs to you guys or delegating roles to you guys, or were you guys just working as with each other directly, in terms of as it was as team creative? Uh, they 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 provided help uh, for us to you know to test and like. Uh, but uh, they, they essentially left it to us to build the entire thing. They didn't direct or control the results. Mm-hmm. Or, um, so we, we, we planned the thing on our own and then we built it on our own. And we also told them what we were about to build. Mm-hmm. And uh, they agreed and we're, we're okay. So it was, uh, it was mostly us. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, like you say, so you told your family and everyone was just super excited then, right? Just being flown out yeah, to America. Yeah. Yeah, just, just for a game <laughs> that it you're in love with. It was the first time I've been um, called to the US for a UGC editor, but it was the time that I was the most excited about, you know? Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the, the excitement didn't stop there because, of course, a few months after that, you were invited again to Hollywood, I believe, for the Game Jam alongside like 15, 16 other incredible creators worldwide. So yeah, how was that experience yeah. working with so many creators <laughs> directly with the Epic devs again? And just I think, I think they spoiled us. They they just spoiled us because now uh, I don't know if if anything can be any more exciting like uh, than this. I guess like uh, it, it was uh, an unreal experience. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it was amazing. 
Like, um, I don't know where to begin. Mm. Was there a lot like, of pressure? Uh, Did you feel pressure knowing that your maps no, were going to be shown at the like World Cup? A, it was like I won the lottery. <laughs> so like uh, I, I get to imagine if you win the lottery and mm -hmm. also with the money, you also get like a, a trip where everything is organized mm -hmm. and everybody treats you like you're the best person ever. Yeah. So yes. that's how it felt. VIP work. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I guess just getting to network with all the different creators would have been a great opportunity exactly, as well. Yeah. So many cool people. Like imagine if you meet all these uh, legends out there, it's like they, they build like so many cool stuff. Mm -hmm. and, like if you put all these people together in one room, like mm -hmm. the creativity is like off the records, you know? Yeah. The Avengers so of much... creative map builders right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So yeah, moving on to again, another incredible series that you you've made, which has been again, insanely well received there's a very unique series the detective stories is of course what i'm talking about you've had three maps so far of that with a fourth coming out in just a few days um and yeah i just wondered well two things so one sort of how did the time and effort planning this map series compare to dungeon prison um and then the other thing just open just to open a space for you to sort of talk about the map and i guess the new one coming up for those that might not have played it i myself haven't actually had the chance to play any of them yet which i feel so bad for i need to but it's just the length of time that i know it's going to take i haven't had the luxury of that time yet but i've so, watched yeah, um, i've been watching like mustard plays and other creators play them when the other ones have come out and yeah they look honestly insane so you've done a great job at promoting it as well the, the way you're marketing it but yeah for those in the back if you want to explain sort of what to expect of the fourth one what to ex what's been going on in the series so far and yeah, just the effort, the time and effort that's gone into making such an elaborate series like this. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's a whole different beast than uh, Dancing in Prison Two because Dancing in Prison Two was all about the tweaking, debugging, make sure nobody gets out of the level, they they cannot cheat, uh, use your props wisely so you can have as much space as you can to build something huge. Mm -hmm. Whereas Detective Stories is a, is different. I I never. Uh, go above 80k in a map mm -hmm. in detective stories, which is super weird uh -huh. and uh, It's not very big as a map because um, Each room takes a lot of time to process read and then uh, Make your verdict, you know, like so you can uh, answer the questions later mm -hmm. so it, the whole it, the whole uh, difficulty let's say of the, the uh, detective story series is uh, to be consistent in a storyline and try to make something that is believable, but also doesn't have any plot holes, you know? Mm -hmm. So with number four, um, I kind of went out a little bit of that little thing. Like I didn't, um, I went over 8K of course, mm -hmm. and uh, I made something a little bit bigger for the grand finale, let's say. Mm -hmm. But um, I also did something which I'm not gonna talk about. It's, it's a little bit, based on the budget let's say like mm -hmm. it's way above 90k <laughs> anyway yeah okay. so the, the whole difficulty is to make sure that people uh get involved in the storyline and they get immersed and then try i don't know it, it's a weird thing it's mostly about story it's not about building something or level design actually level design is a little bit more uh, intricate than dungeon prison 2 mm -hmm. um series mm -hmm. but it's i don't know 
Well, how did the, the I guess the, the the story element of it come about? Is it a case of storyboarding, writing everything down on a computer first, coming up with I guess a script kind of thing, or like how, how um, what is your process in terms of that? And like I guess so just the, just to give people an idea, how much time has it been taking you to make this series? So the, each of the maps. So the first one was um, kind of came out like I didn't plan for it, and uh, the second one. I wanted it to be a little bit better than the first one, so what I did is I saw people play the first one, or like uh, I would I would sit down, meditate, uh, go on a jog, and then when I have this killer idea, I would just write it down mm-hmm. in a notebook. And once I had an idea for every single area of the game, because every every area is just like a section of the game. Let's say I usually have like three or four sections, mm-hmm. and then I have a puzzle section, and then like a plot twist in the end, and then it ends. So that's the main format. Mm-hmm. So I had to have like a, uh, an area for each section. Uh, so I was thinking like, what could we make it uh, be? Like, uh, what sort of venue should we do it? Is it going to be an exciting venue? What should happen in that venue? Does mm-hmm. it affect the story? Like, how do we connect the venue to the story? Um, like all these little things, like everything had to match. So it was a believable storyline and a believable um, like game and it also had to be a game you know mm-hmm. like it's not about the venues you also have to find a way to make them interesting and hard mm-hmm. so like you don't just skim through and then that's it because mm-hmm. if something is medium to hard difficulty then it, it um, you give it more attention you know yeah so that increases immersion anyhow yeah. I think um, warps you in the storyline yeah so for the fourth one, I would say I've been building it for three months now, and I'm glad it's over because yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like really burning out on that one. Uh-huh. But it's done now, so wow. uh, you're gonna see a trailer coming out in a few days, and you're gonna see the the map code as well. Mm-hmm. So look out for that, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, all of his links will be in the description as always. So keep your eyes peeled on his socials, his Twitter especially, I'd say um amazing amazing so map building i presume i think you said this earlier actually you're, you're doing it as a full-time job right this is this is what you do now like creative map yep. building is 100 percent of your effort which is incredible um so i wondered do you have any advice for any emerging builders out there that want to make this full-time and advice i guess in terms of making successful maps as well yeah sure uh you need two things the first thing is uh, to be motivated, and the second thing is to be um, not patient, I would say uh, persistent. So don't give up if something like a small difficulty comes in your way. Try to overcome the difficulty and keep on doing what you love. Because if you give up, you will never uh, reach your destination, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So in order to be motivated, there is like a ton of... Uh, advice I can give but it, it, it all comes down to uh, just love what you're doing basically if you don't love it from the beginning you're not gonna love it when it gets complicated and that's when you're gonna burn out mm-hmm. some good advice there okay and in terms of uh, I guess making a successful map I guess is there any sort of advice there or is it just again just trying to be unique and persistent for me I just make stuff that, that I love to play I mm-hmm. guess or love to create and if you, if you put love into something mm-hmm. like if you create something with love then the people who play it will also see that love and they will also love it i don't know if that makes any sense but I mean, you you pass on 
that um that's, not guess. yeah no that's wise words of a, of a chef i don't know which chef but i feel like i've heard a chef say that before <laughs> if you put love into your cooking the people that are going to eat at your dinner table are going to feel that love <laughs> yeah exactly so that goes in with a lot of things actually yeah yeah just going with love ladies and gentlemen um so one of the final questions a bit of a tough one um but yeah i'm going to give you sort of three categories and just to make it a little easier i want you to think on impulse so the first thing that comes into your head but i wondered what's the most sort of impressive slash proud maps um that are out there to you and the three categories are going to be map a map built by you a map built by a team so it can be crate or idol evolve anything and a map built by a, another creator um so of those three categories so what are your sort of favorite slash most impressive or most proud uh, so for me yes. i would say dungeon prison final is my personal favorite because mm -hmm. i put the most effort in it uh for a team i kind of have to be a little bit biased because uh, for dimension <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's not i think everyone has to agree with that one fourth dimension was an incredible series and then yeah. uh by another creator uh, i'm really bad with names but there was this level called uh escape the glitch i think master place um played it i don't know if you remember it escape the glitch it was, yeah it was kind kind of like i'm it, thinking it of escape the dream that, when you say that but yeah i'm pretty sure you'd know no escape no it was a, it was a guy by uh something about brain was his name okay i'm really bad like my memory is super bad <laughs> it's fine um, okay. if you skim through uh master place videos you can see it's called the uh, escape the glitch i think uh -huh. and it was a level that was so weird like uh the the creator built a level that like nobody knew how they built everything in the level mm -hmm. like they, they obviously used glitches and stuff but it was so unique and like it just blew my mind i saw it and i was like oh my god this guy is like a natural <laughs> wow and I, I was like waiting what he's gonna do next but then he just disappeared so i don't know oh, but okay. i really love that level so it's one of my favorites uh -huh. was that is that kind of old then was that recent or? um kind of yeah it was uh maybe april okay yeah that's quite a long time ago wow yeah so many map builders that sort of, that made have made incredible maps that sort of disappeared like you're saying that did make impressive maps which is kind of sad but life happens that way and yeah for those of you that are still <laughs> making maps just make sure you keep on doing it if you're loving it and, and let's not forget the new creators that are also building awesome stuff right now yeah exactly there's a lot of new names that people have been come and go <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah the cycle of creative life um but yeah that's the end of my questions but as we do have you in the house i thought it's important to see if i can pick out some questions from the community that they might have for you and yeah so i reached out to the fortnite creative hq guys the fortnite creative hq is an amazing website for those of you that don't know you can find a whole bunch of maps separated by specific categories that are of interest to you and yeah they have a discord which is full of incredible creators and i asked them if they got any questions for my man work here so the first one is from comrade blue and they asked when you start out an island when when starting on an island what's the the first thing that you you change or first thing that you place on the island when you're making a map well that's an interesting question um i think it might be like um uh, i just find something that will be my base so I need a base floor and a base wall, and those mm -hmm. are going to be used throughout the map. So I I find uh, one specific piece that I want to use it, like I know I'm going to use it in the map, 
So I place that down and then I use that to place my devices and everything. Because uh, if you place a player made uh, materials, they mm -hmm. cost 20. Whereas if you place like a normal wall or a floor, it costs 3. So mm -hmm. imagine placing so many devices in player made wood. It takes a lot of budget. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I, I do is uh, make sure that I skip that thing and I don't lose so much budget in the process. There you go, some actual tips there for you as well, comrade, and everyone else listening, how to save memory. Okay, okay, so the next question is from somebody who you're close to, I guess, in terms of the fourth dimension, Mullet Boy 3000 um, And yeah, he asks, when you're planning maps, when is it beneficial to plan on paper first versus designing on the fly? Uh, it all depends what you want to do. If you want to do something crazy that is unorganized but fun, uh, don't uh, write it down, just do it. <laughs> but you have to be on the mood to, like I would say the first two weeks is the golden period of you making a map before you get burned out. Mm -hmm. So you have to be uh, careful not to surpass that amount. Like don't do anything crazy big if you want to do this process. Just do something small that you enjoy and don't plan it out. On the other hand, you can do something a little bit bigger, but um, a bit more organized. So what you do there is that you take like a notebook or like whatever fits your uh, method. And then you just write down things that you enjoy or like uh, make a cool sketch or make an overview map of something you really want to have in the map. But uh, in both uh, cases, I would say the thing that is important is to make something that you like so that uh, when you load them up again, you see that thing you like and then you are motivated to continue. Don't just start doing something you're not really uh, familiar with and try to make it work because the next time you're going to log in, you're not going to be feel motivated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's some great advice. Sir. So you want to log in, see the island and be like, oh, I love this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. So like motivated to, okay, let's do this now, this now. And then it will become even better the second time you uh, log in. <laughs> uh -huh. Makes complete sense. So the third and final question is from the main man, Sunday CW. And he asked, what are some of the things you've done in the past year to improve yourself as a writer and a will designer? And what would you say is some advice that you could tell any new builder in creative? Um, so the biggest thing I've done this year is to move on my own. So like uh, I don't live with my parents anymore. I live on my own house and that uh, gives me a lot of um, room to not have uh, distractions, let's say, because like, it's not like my parents are distracting, but you can always hear a TV or somebody <laughs> shouting and then like it takes you away from what you're doing. So mm -hmm. number one rule for me is to first be motivated to build and by mean by motivated, I mean like eat well have a dog, um, <laughs> live well, and then the next thing have a good be, headspace. Uh, avoid, yeah, yeah, avoid distractions. Like uh, moving on my own now is like complete silence, and I live on a quiet area as well, so I get to focus on what I'm doing because I'm not like I can't do two things at the same time. I have to do one thing and I I, I give my everything, mm -hmm. so I have to be more uh, focused, or otherwise I won't be able to create. Nice, nice. And uh, I guess the second part of his question was uh, any particular advice you'd give for new builders starting out in creative? Yeah, um, I think it, it goes a little bit towards the other answer. Um, I think it's motivation. Like uh, if you're not motivated, then 
how can you continue? So the first thing is uh, you have to find what uh, drives you. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what is it? Like, uh, for Sandy, I would say he really loves videos, right? Like making trailers, seeing the artistic thing mm-hmm. in um, the models and like the landscapes. So maybe that's what drives him. So maybe he should focus on that, um, uh, explore it with level design, because he's also a really cool level designer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so find what drives you and then focus on it, become better at it. And don't be uh, don't be uh, um, affected by the community in general. Say, okay, so death runs are like the new trend. Don't be affected by the community. Make what you really like. Mm-hmm. Because uh, making something that is medium in quality just because everybody else does it and just because it's famous um, won't ge- really give you the pleasure. Maybe it gives you more exposure and maybe like more people play and then you're happy. I don't know. It, it all depends to, like how you like uh see it but mm-hmm. for me it was all about doing what i love really love so even try to be unique i'd say and just focus on the thing you you really love like exactly what you love that's some phenomenal advice there by what i do hope that answers all your questions for you guys watching this that ask those and yeah we're gonna wrap up this question segment of this show work but before we let my man work go now it is time for the building challenge. So we're going to head on back over to the building area and give Wirt his 10 minutes to build something out of those 10 absolutely random and ridiculous props. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, and that is the end of episode 5 with this phenomenal guest that is Wirt Andrew. And also, as I mentioned at the start, it is the end of the season. So for those of you that have been following the, the show, make sure you comment down below or follow me on Twitter and at people on Twitter who you would love to see in the next season when that comes back next year with a fresh set, fresh guests, fresh BP run, fresh, fresh death run, as I mentioned. But yeah, for now, hope you guys have an incredible Christmas and a happy new year. What, do you want to sign us out with any final words? Stay awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Stay awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great new year. For me, show you how I do when I catch a beat. Show you how to move, you can test the see. Squat fall, so I gotta mess with me. Other niggas finish, done, done. This another anthem, thun. Yeah, they don't understand now. Nah, you don't understand what? Get the fucking hands up. Cause 